by how much man is in it. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, my whole life has been about not having men in yeah. my life. Yeah. It's, it's not about not the degree to which. And not in my intimate world. Right. Yeah. And now you're telling me that my whole identity is that I'm a non man. Fuck you. I'm a right. woman, goddammit. Hello and welcome back to the Stone Butch Disco podcast. This is your host, Rachel, speaking on a subpar audio setup. I apologize for this. Uh, I have been traveling the past couple weeks and I had only my laptop to record my voice for you. The bulk of the episode starts around 24 minutes. The part with uh, Jenny and MB, I snagged uh, before I left. But yeah, the rest was all on the fly. But basically, this is the only episode I think you'll have to endure. I think a little bit of scratchy kind of audio coming from my ancient laptop. I bought a 2011 model in 2016 because I wanted a CD drive. That is what you, fair listener, are having to deal with at this moment, and I do apologize. Anywho, I want to thank my newest Patreon supporters since the last episode came out, who are Isot. It has a French spelling, but I haven't taken French since high school. I'm sorry, Isot, and please get in touch uh, to explain how to pronounce your name. Um, Also, I owe you an email. And Carrie, Mamie, Marley, Kai, and Lindholm. Thank you guys so much. You are badasses. You are keeping me going. I have a lot of good stuff coming your way. I hope you're nerds because it's going to be some reading. (laughs) Well, actually some talking about reading and some reading. Uh, Anybody who's interested in joining uh, the community of of the Stonebush Disco kind of nerddom that I am building, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash stonebushdisco and I will hook you up and be grateful forever. Um, this episode that you're about to listen to was recorded with MB, aka Maribel, and Jenny, who are a butch femme couple, on uh, Instagram as at bemorebutch and at bemorefemme. They've been on the show before. It was particularly refreshing to talk to them this week. Um, well, the last kind of week and a half, we were exchanging ideas because, um, Lesbian Visibility Week took a strange turn for many of us this year just because there were there seemed to be like a critical mass of people saying that lesbian identity as it's been traditionally conceived don't get mad at me the idea that there's like a specific group of female homosexuals just that idea was was kind of called out as exclusionary and i think there are a lot of important conversations to have around words and i think if people are prompting each other to have important conversations that's a great thing but there were a lot of spaces online that i was witness to slash victim of, I think, honestly, um, where it wasn't so much like, hey, let's have this important conversation and let the female homosexuals speak as well. It was more like, you're problematic if you use the word lesbian and mean that you're a female homosexual. So it was like this kind of mind control effort, I think, because most people who are lesbians think about it that way. Okay, I'm already going to get in trouble. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. Um, but anyway, Lesbian Visibility Week felt like kind of bleh. So it was good for me to talk to, it was good for me as a female homosexual to talk to people who feel that they are also female homosexuals and particularly are my elders. Um, as I, as we like to paint in a caricatured fashion, MB and Jenny are Gen X and, uh, I I just feel like they've seen shit and they can provide a bit of perspective on, Debates that don't need to, deba- to to be debates, like the ones we saw this year, the kind of 
empty virtue signaling of like, how dare you have a sexual orientation. And me and Jenny just kind of breathed some, some new life into me after I was witnessing some stuff that was problematic. I guess maybe it would help me sweat less to give you some proof of what happened. Um, I will say that I'm releasing a Patreon only, um, like a Patreon supporter only, because they've stuck with me since the beginning and they just deserve it. Uh, a little discussion that MB and I had about identity in response to some of the, the things that were being promoted um, during Lesbian Visibility Week. But I'll just, I'll give you kind of a preview of that, which is um, there were two things that kind of went really viral this week, this past week. Lesbian Visibility Week, I think, concluded like the 30th of April. So we're looking at like 10 days ago-ish. But um, one of those things was that the, apparently somebody at Johns Hopkins, I think Johns Hopkins has like an LGBT dictionary or something, but they've redefined the word lesbian. And I thought this was a joke. I legitimately thought this was a joke until I started seeing people, like really self-righteous people repeating it. For instance, we're gonna, we're gonna cover it in this episode because I play one of the clips that I saw um, but there was this person who was like, um, some people think that lesbian means this, but what it actually means is a non-man who wants to be with other non-men. So it was literally a definition of lesbian organized around men. And Johns Hopkins was cited by, like, with it. Um, and it, it proliferated across the internet. And like people started disciplining other people's use of the word lesbian if they attached it to woman, if they appended it to the word woman somehow. And I was like, are what is ha are we in the dystopia of a new kind? Because we're in so many. Um, but so anyway, that was one thing that happened. And then the other thing, the company Her, which runs, which is an app, right, a dating app, um, kind of went haywire when it comes to the topic of sexual orientation being exclusionary or inclusionary. They, they decided to declare that certain sexual orientations are bad. Um, and those would include being a same-sex attracted female, but also being an opposite sex attracted cis person of any stripe. Um, and one of the tweets, I don't know if this has since been deleted, but we took a screenshot before it went down and plenty of people liked it. One of the things that was kind of freaky about what her said was in response to one lesbian who who basically asked like is it okay for lesbians to want to be with female-bodied people the her social app twitter account responded listen you're probably not the only lgbtqia person who needs to reflect personally on why their attraction isn't inclusive af but as long as you keep that to yourself her is here for your journey so they're framing attraction as though it needs to be inclusive. That's kind of what has been happening to female people since the beginning of time. And it's also why none of my students feel comfortable calling themselves lesbian. They think that that word is like discriminatory. Um, so they call themselves queer instead. I just saw that a lot. And it's like this deep discomfort with like organizing your life around other women and being told constantly by the queer community that you're not allowed to, or I guess the way I just said it, you're not allowed to like say the word woman and mean female because that's transphobic. Even if you're like super accepting of trans women, it's like, what words do we use, right? And as MB and I discuss in the, in the Patreon bit that I'll release, it's like, are you allowed to say women and in your head be thinking females, even if you're super inclusive of trans women and you, and you totally respect trans women's right to live as women and to seek changes in their secondary sex characteristics to have female traits? 
you're totally supportive of that, but say you use the word women and you mean female, is that a thought crime? Is that a thought crime? Because it's hard to get away from that. Like, are we actually wanting a world that entirely divorces the humanizing term woman from the, like, reproductive science term female? So if we want to index, like, a characteristically female experience, we have to use the term females to describe that group with that experience instead of women. It has this interesting effect of removing the kind of humanizing term woman from any description of our class consciousness or, like, our experience as a sex class which is fine, but like, it, are we sure we want to do that? Because it does amount to trying to mind control a ton of people, like billions of people. Anyway, we get into that later. But yeah, so her released a ton of marketing materials. And I actually have a friend who's a marketer who has a theory that this was for like SEO strategy reasons. Like they kind of hit a bunch of buzzwords and got a lot of attention for doing this. And their, their investors are men in several cases. So like maybe they don't have a stake in what's going on here but anyway um they released all this stuff that was basically like sex isn't real or at least like if your homosexuality is organized around like female as a class of people like that's a lie and and you can see it woven through every single thing they say but then they also say some pretty explicit fucked up shit and the lesbians brought it up we were like this seems like a problem and, you know, since lesbians literally host this kind of conversation all the time, like every single year I went to the National Women's Studies Association, they wanted us to change the name of the lesbian caucus to Queer Women's Caucus. Like we continually get told that the word lesbian needs to like be nixed from things or like reshaped or its definition changed and we're used to it. But so because we're so used to it, we were like, would this happen to anybody else? Somebody basically said nobody would say this to straight men. They responded. Straight men who don't date trans women are problematic as fuck. There, we said it. So that's why her includes all flinta, because cis straight people are, and then in capital letters and between two asterisks, not okay. Cis straight people are not okay. Interesting. Um, they also, the Her Social app also said, I guess queer people just grasp basic concepts more quickly than bigots. That's weird. Um, there was like a lot of aggression coming from them. At some point, her responded to um, a lesbian who was like, I'm not queer, I'm a lesbian. And she gave reasons for why she thought what the company was saying was misogynist. Their response was adding not queer, like they were saying, we're going to add not queer to the list of things we use to block users in the app. So if you don't say you're queer, we're going to block you in the app. And hashtag TERFs GTFO. So like, I know tons of lesbians who don't say that they're queer for a billion reasons, but they were like, if you say that, like, if not queer is in quotation marks, we're going to add not queer in quotation marks to the list of things we use to block users. So this was like, lesbians were like, wait, what the fuck? Why, why would it not be best for us to describe our actual sexual orientation when we're looking for people to have sex with? That's kind of an issue. But so basically, like, Maribel and I and like a lot of people were kind of looking at this like, what are they trying to do? Because NBC News reported the Her Social app was just being like inclusive when they said all this stuff. Like they were defending trans women. But from our perspective, it wasn't a defense, it was offense. It was they attacked like same-sex attracted females and actually explicitly said that that is not an orientation that you should say out loud. Um, and we were like, well, that's been the whole problem since the beginning of time is that we haven't been allowed to say it out loud. So Maribel like made a comment about that. And then people got mad at her for using the term woman in the way that she did, which was not at all exclusionary to trans women or the quote unquote turf shit that people accused it of being. If you just read with good faith and let women speak, then you'll understand them. 
So I'm giving her the chance to like explain what she meant, but I'm also going to have that open for Patreon supporters because it's it's kind of a long in-depth conversation and they have said they want to um they want they're here for that. <laughs> um I don't know how much everybody else is here for that, but if you're here for that, head over to patreon.com/stonebutchdisco and you'll get the full um conversation between me and MB kind of reacting to how people reacted to her. Um and by her I don't mean the app, I mean MB. But oh my god, can I just interrupt myself to say how fucking wild it is that the app is called her, like she, her pronouns, like as though that's the thing that organizes lesbian desire, which they keep like promoting through this one angle, which is like anyone who identifies as a woman should be part of your sexuality and you should say so explicitly. Okay, so they're saying that one thing. But then the other thing that her was doing with search engine optimization, I have a hunch. So that's, I said SEO earlier. I meant search engine optimization, the idea that you're like trying to get clicks they they were also saying that lesbian is not for women only. It's also for non-binary people. And they said that equally loudly. So it's like two different angles that this one company is promoting. Feels like capitalism, right? They're throwing the net as wide as possible. But I think just what entertains me is that they, they fucking use the pronoun her. So why did they ally themselves with a pronoun if like, there is absolutely nothing that a lesbian is, according to them. It's not based in gender, and it's not based in sex. It is it is Flinta, which, oh my god, I forgot to explain this acronym. So Flinta is the newest spoof of late capitalism to slap the lesbian community in its fucking face with its, like, capitalistic tentacles. Um, we just need more and different acronyms for people to sell to each other so that people can feel special and buy more shit. Flinta stands for a group of people that they say is coherent. It is... Female, lesbian, intersex, trans, and agender people. It stands for anyone who is not a cis man. Flinta. Lesbians around the world, you're not a lesbian. You're a Flinta. I'm sorry, you're probably, they would say, you are Flinta. You're among Flinta. Stop saying you're a lesbian. It's really weird how this definition of Flinta kind of presumes that like a lesbian is a discrete category that like makes sense and has one definition which is certainly not the case, according to any of the people who are the loudest speakers on Lesbian Visibility Week this year, namely one giant corporation dating app. I mean, it makes you wonder how to these folks a lesbian is one among a list of not cis men, given that like lesbian desire is now defined by that. Because actually, lesbian just means anybody who's not a cis man, who wants to be with other not cis men. But I mean, even Johns Hopkins' own definition doesn't say that. It says a non-man attracted to other not-men. There's not even the cis prefix in there. It, we're just falling over ourselves to create a fictional world in which there is no such thing as females. It's like so obvious and we're falling over ourselves to make sure that there's no world in which female people can align sexually only with each other, even if that is literally their sexual orientation that literally exists scientifically. Oh my god. Okay, I say scientifically because the lesbian herstory account, who's coming on the show, um, actually responded. Uh, got totally canceled. So you have lesbian her herstory, which is an account with like 80,000 followers on Instagram, getting publicly canceled by the her social app. Um, because her redefined the word lesbian in a million different ways that didn't make sense and don't even line up like with each other logically, right? Like there's no internal consistency in what her says a lesbian is. Um, so the lesbian herstory account wrote an article responding and pointed out that like, 
actually same-sex attracted females exist and there are there is a population of people like this is we've proven it in labs <laughs> like we've proven just kidding we've proven it in like multiple studies right that like it's a real thing it is naturally occurring that there are same-sex attracted females that, who are not capable of opposite sex attraction those would be the lesbians right the ones who are capable of opposite sex attraction as well would be bisexuals or pansexuals uh, but we the lesbians are the ones who are who are solely same-sex attracted and that that actually is a real population of people so lesbian herstory responded and was just like hey this actually makes sense for us to have a word because we are a population and historically that is what the word has been for so is there a reason that we have to like explode into a million pieces or not nah? And her was like, cancel them, they're TERFs! So that also happened during Lesbian Visibility Week. Many lesbians' favorite Instagram account got canceled by a fucking corporate app with male investors who told us that we're not allowed to have the sexual orientation that we literally have. But anyway, MB actually answered my request to record because we were both like expressing frustration and confusion. And so we ended up kind of chatting this out. We were talking about this kind of like symbolic virtue signaling stuff that's coming out of the queer community and really just making it hard for lesbians to like find each other. I'm a case in point. If I can't find people who specifically want female bodied human beings who are masculine and woman identified female bodied human beings who are masculine, if I, if I like am not able to put into words that that's the person I'm looking for, I, I like would have no community in this world. Like my, the people who like love me for me need to be able to say that they love me for me. Um, and her was like deleting profiles that said basically what I would need to read to know that like they were looking for me. So it's just interesting. It's just kind of like lesbians on the outs, like very much on the outs. And being told that like for us to be silenced is progressive. And that's not to say that her should not block transphobes. Like, people who are being assholes can be can have their accounts deleted or whatever. I would be totally aligned with that. But this was not... This was a corporation which, astoundingly, had all the power of legacy media behind it, saying, your sexual desire, as stated, is a moral issue. Um, and that's just not true. And so no wonder there's like people who get pissed and everybody confuses the pissed people for TERFs when not all the pissed people are TERFs. Some people are just like, why the fuck are you telling me that like my actual self that has been squashed by heteropatriarchy for millennia, like women finally getting able to like being able to talk to each other about desire um, for female bodies from females, like that that is the problem. That's not the problem. Um, so don't like politicize my sexuality. And for us, it was very much her politicized sexuality. Instead of doing what they should and I think are entitled to do, which is like delete profiles that are actually harmful, they were deleting profiles that said things like, um, well, I actually care less about the fact that they were deleting these people's profiles. What I care about is that they put lesbianism as a whole, like lesbianism as most lesbians define it. And the thing is, I'm not interested at all in saying that other people can't use the word lesbian. I'm just saying that like, this is how many, many, many people use the word lesbian. They put lesbians, the way that we have framed our sexual orientation on blast, like as a population of people. They even said we're reclaiming the word lesbian from same-sex attracted females. And we were like, what the hell does that mean? That was what we were called. Reclaiming as in what past are you reaching back toward to exclude us from the one word that we had. I'm upset that they made it, that they made lesbian desire as such 
um, a political issue and that the queer community took that and ran with it again at lesbians expense without even like stopping to think that people like me might need to be able to talk about our bodies as part of our desire and as part of like the universe of love that we are seeking. Um, but regardless, I do think it sucks that a lesbian dating app is like so wrapped up in its own pseudo morality clauses and like disciplining of people's desire that it's deleting um, people's personal ads because that that was their shot to find the person that they needed to find. Um, and the personal ads that are being deleted are like the ones that address femaleness as though it's like a real category. Like, profiles were deleted that said, I'm looking for biological females who are exclusively same-sex attracted. Please only contact if you're born female and proud to be a woman. Those were two of the profiles that the users themselves had said had been deleted. Um, and I was reading those and I was like, those are the people that I need to find. Those are the people that don't exist um, in normie queer community. And I need those ads. Those were the ones that I would be looking for. And I think unless you're insane and have like actually walked off the edge of the earth that you think is flat. Um, I don't need to explain why my looking for those ads is not because I have any animosity, any negative feeling toward trans people or want them off the apps. I don't. It's not about trans people at all. It is about the fact that I have really needed to be seen for the fact that I am female and identify as a woman. So like, if that's something that people are not allowed to see and say, I just disappear. I just disappear. And I think that's why like hundreds of lesbians that I'm in touch with, none of whom are transphobic, were all like, wait, what the fuck? It was like lesbian sexuality as like same sex attracted females getting together got framed as or like totally conflated with being a turf, being like a hateful human being. And we were like, this is exactly the problem. It's like handle the transphobes. But why are you declaring that a form of like sexual orientation is a moral failing? It's just that it makes so little sense. And like some of the things that they re that they refer to to like change the definition of lesbian, even the word reclaiming, it's it doesn't make sense that you would reclaim the definition of lesbian as a as somebody who's not a same sex attracted female, given that historically that is the definition of the word lesbian. What kind of rhetorical hoops and tricks and things are you like jumping through to make this happen for yourself? And ultimately, it's all so extra and so confusing and so like, Flinta is, is like the perfect example where it's like, is this a joke? Are you kidding? Um, why are we why are we trying so hard to define what women do in relation to men? Like, it's really incredible. And when you see that it's like a corporation doing this and like backed by all the moneyed people, you're like, oh, like, this is thinly veiled misogyny. That's just what it feels like. The idea that a corporation is going to get a lot of attention on the backs of same sex attracted females it doesn't take a genius to see that, like, that's women getting thrown under the bus for money. Again. They're not doing anything novel. And, I mean, I had a friend whose whose profile got reported just for saying cis femme seeking cis butch. Like, it was that. It was those five words. Um, she ended up taking it down herself before it, like, I guess got escalated. But, I mean, like, are, is it really a crime to say those things? That seems like the kind of thing that you would want to read on a dating app so that if you didn't agree with that, you could swipe the right direction um, and avoid them. And if you did, you could swipe the right direction and find them. And I just used the word agree and I meant align because it's not like you can agree or disagree with somebody's sexual orientation. It's not like a moral proposition, unless apparently it's female people trying to do anything that we're not supposed to. Okay, God damn it.
Anyway, MB and I talked about that because we ended up like working through how people had responded to her and like why and what what is the deal with these like language wars, which I think end up being like mind control wars against lesbians specifically. So look for that on the Patreon. Um, but as I said before, getting to talk to MB and Jenny during this particular week, like we recorded kind of as this was unfolding, um, it was refreshing and I think it kind of like kept me sane, helped helped maintain sanity and the sense that like, I do have a cultural identity that I know I have, despite what corporations who are funded by male investors tell me I can and cannot say. I mean, Butch Femme has been underground before, we can go underground again, we're doing it right now. I know Butch for Butch folks have a similar experience. It's just like, women aren't allowed to fucking act out, right? Right? Doesn't it just feel like that? Okay, let's all settle down and listen to the original Riot Girls. <laughs> the OG uh, Riot Girls in my circle, MB and Jenny. You talk about like, oh, we're so old. I'm like, oh my God, she's in her 30s. Oh, I know. I'm like, I'm like really? how are you saying you're so old and you're in your 30s? I'm just like, <laughs> I never say that. I, I never say I'm so old because, I mean, I think that's something that 30 somethings say. Because the adulting yeah, right. has really set in in a big way. That's and so they're like, difference. oh my God. I and I remember, I remember like the 30s were a blur. We became new parents. We're the first parents. 10 years of your child's life is a blur. You just get shot out of a cannon. We were around <laughs> a lot of straight people. And then 10 years later, parents. you're like, wow, what just happened? Like a lot of shit happens. Like we became moms. We went through some really, really difficult custody issues um, with her birth parents just brutal um and then we had a baby lost. we had a baby and lost that baby and dealt with that we moved we bought a house like start helped start a <laughs> charter school like a lot of shit happened in that what <laughs> in that decade it was like oh my god and, but it's like it's a blur like you it's like you're shot in your 40s you're just like oh oh okay Mm -hmm. All right. That's when I finished my degree. <laughs> like I actually was like in school, working full time, and yep. doing school at night, and taking care of a a teenager, which is exhausting. Yes, and then we had a teenager. Yeah, yeah. I think I might be in the middle of that. The I don't have a child yet, but I feel like I've, I'm being shot out of a cannon in my 30s. I feel like a lot of things that I've wanted to do are coming home to roost, including this project. Yeah. You know, yeah, you do have a lot going on. You do. How old are you again? Like I'm 31. Okay, yeah. Um, 31. I don't even remember 31. <laughs> oh, we are 100% the favorite aunts. 100%. Favorite. Like, oh, yeah. I bet. All of them. <laughs> Like, and they know, they know where we've told them, we have specifically told them, like, listen, um, we have the receipts on all y'all's parents. So if they ever give you shit. So if they ever pull some bullshit on you, we know you come to your aunts because we got you. You're like, because we have all their nasty shit and there's plenty there. <laughs> They're all good people on in differing levels and ways, but you but know they have their dark but they secrets. have their dark little secrets that we were privy to because we watched them you know because we and yeah and so we're just like <laughs> listen like there's some shit that your parents cannot pull on you because if they do yep we will show up with receipts well 
100% can confirm on my end because you guys are like the lesbian historians as well. So it seems like you're just the ones who keep the records. You've got yeah, every number. Got the numbers. People tell us a lot of stuff. I mean, it's amazing. I, I mean, especially my wife. Oh my God. Everyone <laughs> bears their souls out to Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> like people like to be in my orbit, but people bear their souls to my wife. Let me talk to Jenny. You. And I, I always, like whenever we would have dinner parties at work, dinner parties oh, and shit Jesus. like that, yeah. the most detestable, Foul. just ugh, the person that nobody wanted to sit next to always would get placed next to Jenny. They're like, do you think? We were gonna sit Jenny next to so and so. You think she and I'm like, it'll it'll be it'll be fine. So they'd be yeah. like, we could sit Jenny next to Joseph, Joseph Stalin, and she would still be like childhood. You know, he was telling me the most interesting thing of this collection he has, and <laughs> and we and she would just find like this little place to kind of connect with them, and they would just and it, it would be the most delightful conversation. As long as you don't end up with a forever friend that you didn't sign up for. Um yeah. Now, that's, it, it ends appropriately at the just, end of dinner. Yeah, cut it. Yeah, but Jenny, um, man, she can save that table. She can save that that misery. seating list. I mean, you the last trying. wedding, the last wedding, like yeah, my brother and his wife for my niece, our niece. They're like, we have five people vying to sit at your table of their friends. This is not like family members. It was like high school. This is like it was like friend of theirs. They're like, you can't sit at my table. Yeah, and they're like, we have to, you know, they do the photo booth and they're like, we have to get pictures together. So we have like pictures with these different people. You it's guys are characters. Very- There's something. Yeah. You're, you have kind of a star power. Um, You, I, you just got to use it responsibly. <laughs> and I'll keep, I'll keep using it <laughs> responsibly or 100%. Please do. Cause yeah. Cause I work yeah. from home. I never get to leave the house. So I, any socialization that comes my hmm. way. But socializing, I need it. I take it. I grab it. I have students in my office all day. Yeah, so Jenny. I get lots of socializing. I'm like, oh, this mm-hmm. drama happened and that drama happened. Oh, was our chicken that is ready? We want street size or? I'll take a bigger one just because it's easier to eat. We I have those same ones. In... I won't be as messy in Rachel's face. Yeah, I mean Rachel's from Texas, so I'm not gonna try to proclaim that we have like amazing. I mean, my wife can make a lot of good stuff, but Texas is. That's a whole other thing. The whole Mexican scene. It's a double-edged sword. Because when you're raised around such good food, you can just go out and get it. So why learn to make it? So it's kind of a different, you know, double-edged sword. We were talking about femmes at parties, by which I mean one singular femme, Jenny, at parties. Uh, But remember when we did the first episode, there was somebody who got in touch and was like, not appreciating how we had framed what what it means to be femme. And yeah. so then I've had a lot of feedback from people on like how we're putting that into words each episode and whether we're doing it in a way that's responsible. And I just, it's really difficult to land on the best way to say what kinds of traits are femme and what kinds of traits are butch. Like theoretically, yeah. I would Anything say- Anything can be. I mean, honestly, yeah. like there's butches that like enjoy- cooking and there's butches that hate it they like grilling i mean and the same yeah. with femmes that like camping and then there's femmes are like don't put me out in the wilderness i'll lose my mind yeah same with butches some are like oh no i'm a city butch i mean <laughs> like yeah and it's the femme that comes from like a blue collar or more rural background that's handy with a hammer and can right you know, we know a femme like that she's the one we know plenty does not do like any house repair stuff. No. She has all the tools. She does all the repairs because her whole family is contractors. Yeah. So she knows how to do it all. She's like, oh, my witch is like 
There is, you know, who this reminds me of. So I have been thinking about, I think one of my foundational models for Butch Femme and tell me if this is offensive and dumb or not, but it's my cousin, Vinny. It's Vinny and Mona Lisa Vito because. Oh my God. Hilarious. Because she, and she was always like the, the person who had the shit together, who knows more about cars ultimately. Yep. Right. Oh yeah, because like, her uncle battle. and her brothers and her yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly. So like, I wanted a relationship like that. Like, I wanted to be more competent than Vinny, of course, but I wanted one where like there was this equality around like expertise and and sure. masculinity, femininity didn't didn't track specifically with behaviors. Yeah, I tend not to think that butchness or feminists really have much to do with behavior at all. But then I'm left wondering what it actually is. You know, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. That's a really, actually, that's a really good point. Because I think Butch Femme definitely has well, there's definitely- traditions, right? And I refer yeah. to that a lot, Butch Femme tradition. And some of that is definitely kind of what is a traditional feminine archetype and a masculine mm-hmm. archetype. And, but just in the same way, you know, cause yeah. oh, it's, we don't like that term because it's heteronormative or blah, blah, blah. But but even like masculine feminine is a range and a spectrum yeah. within heterosexual couples. Yeah. We've yeah. Plenty of straight couples where the husband is like, oh my God, she can't boil water. You know, <laughs> like she's a horrible cook or she just does the most <laughs> basic shit. And he's like the chef supreme mm-hmm. and plenty and bakes and all that and, shit. Yeah. But that's, I think that's just people. So you're just going to have. So like, like when you see them, it's like, oh, that is a heterosexual couple. And he's clearly, you know, they're they're already going to apply, I guess, certain archetypes and and assumptions, but there's way more nuance. Right. And I think that nuance also applies to butch femme relationships. I think, you know, you have um, butches who, you know, when somebody tries to get me to sort of explain what that means, it's like, I... I'm very comfortable in my womanhood being a woman identifying as a woman. I, but I'm also very comfortable and choose to take up masculine spaces and feel very comfortable in those spaces. Yeah. And, um, and your mannerisms are more masculine than mine. Are more like- archetypal masculine. Yeah. More brash, take up space. Yeah. But again, there's no shortage of brash women that take up space yeah it's it's so but it's like i enjoy cigars i like whiskey you know it's just like i kind of like some of these you know male um more fashion choices um and then the way i treat my wife i'd like to treat her like a lady and um she's my treasure she's precious um she fusses over me you know and you like to hold the door and absolutely. Um, well, but again, about- there's nuance there. Like she yeah. makes the campfires. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. rubbish at that. She's amazing at it. <laughs> well, and for sure, like when when I got this email, I was like, oh my god, yeah. Like my my wife like loves fishing and getting dirty and sports and like all the stuff. And she she will get right down with me in the crazy home improvement stuff we're doing right now and like get dirty and and like I yep. I don't feel like we have. That's not what like defines the butch feminist. What really no. gets to it when I hear you talk and be about it is like the relational aspect, like the way that I treat her and the way that she treats me, there's an exchange there. And it's somebody who wrote, um, 
another email to, to SBD said like, it's an energy. And I think that that is yeah. just the closest sure. word that I can land on that feels like the real, the real nugget of it is like, there's a difference in energy mm-hmm. that could there's be reflected. There's a difference in sexual energy. And yeah. That's a very real thing. And yeah. again, not to say that all butches are tops because they're not. There's plenty of butch bottoms out there. Um, Good for them, you know? I mean, like, yeah, cool. That's you, be that, you know? And that's great. So there, there's no rule, but, but there is a an archetype or of a sexual energy that that kind of feels right in that in the butch femme frame so it's yeah, like yeah. i think framework is kind of a good way to put it yeah, it's it just is. kind it of is. like because uh... it's there there is something happening between two poles whether or not those like those poles yeah. might be moving but there is something being traded it seems mm-hmm. um and so actually the reason that i thought about that was because I knew I was going to ask you this question about what it means to be femme, what it means to be butch, when I was mm-hmm. hearing you, Jenny, talk about being like the, the social, like sponge almost, like you can kind of take any input and turn it into something. Um, do you feel like that's a, a feminine quality? Because my biases say that kind of yes, but it's also a feminine quality that I want to have as well. Actually, but I'm the keeper of the social calendar. Because <laughs> if it were up to Jenny, I was just teasing. I'm like, oh my God, if something happens to me, are you just literally going to be a shut in with your gross <laughs> cats and like never leave the house and never see anyone? She's like, yeah, probably. I'm like, oh my God, that's so sad. You're so delightful. Why would I'm the one that makes sure that we see people, that we go to, sh- I get the concert tickets, I get the. We yeah. go and she does, I. She does all our dinner arrangements, with friends, everything. everything. Parties. I am the arranger. You're so good at that. <laughs> if we do party planning, I am the party planner. You know, like, and I fuss over stuff. Like, but I remember this. From and I get one. fussy about things yeah. like that. It's just like, okay, well, these napkins don't really go with the whole aesthetic that I've got going on here. <laughs> but um, so I do think what you're saying though, there is something I think like a relationship thing that's traditionally feminine i Mm. guess you could say not that you're in very close relations with people though but i do think like kind of almost like the counseling role the mom role i don't know what yeah i do yeah yes i do think the way jenny the way people respond to jenny um particular particularly our younger our younger friends is definitely they come for her for that sort of maternal archetypal maternal nurturing Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely giving. It's like giving, giving, giving. Yes. And I am definitely dad. I am definitely. You're sometimes fun dad, sometimes tough dad. Yeah. I'm definitely have that. Whereas I definitely have more um, smushy. Yeah. Smushy, like, oh, you know. Petting, touchy. Yeah. You know, let me. um, Comfort. Comfort. Mm -hmm. And I can do that. Sure. Absolutely. But they definitely come to me for like career advice yeah like other stuff yeah stuff sometimes and also just like oh you know this this interaction happened and I felt really put down and I and I I don't know how to fight you know I don't have I don't know how to respond how do I come across more um confidently things like that yeah you know or obviously butchers come to you for like butch stuff I would say (laughs) (laughs) like with their families if their families are having a hard time yeah for sure 
that kind of thing. Yeah, because um, it's a lot of or just society. Like, do you find people give you weird looks or blah blah blah? How do you deal with that? How do you brush it off? That obviously any butch advice. Yeah, because they need a lot of validating of just like, am I being overly sensitive? It's like, no, you are. That is an affront. You are being insulted, and your response is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this this really calls up the like the thing that we all know, which is that even though these masculine feminine kind of differences within a butch femme relationship might appear on the surface to be similar to like heterosexual to that to that distribution in a heterosexual relationship it's very different because the things that like butches come to the butch partner for or that like kids would come to the butch partner for it's it's like dadding but it's a very different kind of dadding that comes from mm. also being othered like you're not yes. like the masculine right. male yep. who's been dominant you're not teaching kids how to be dominant you're like teaching them how to respond to attempts to dominate or something yes. right there's excellent. like something else excellent example of what i mean by the nuances in there it's just it's not cut and dry it's not yeah. like oh i'm like a dad i will never know what that's like to be like a father you know i'm not a man and i would say so many not but, the men in my family but i do think many men are taught and maybe because of their dads didn't show emotion mm -hmm. didn't, yeah, um, they did things with they did physical like we go play baseball together or we right. mow the lawn or you treat your mom this way and give her flowers for mother's day or whatever that they teach them what they're supposed to do mm -hmm. and it's by example but they don't right. talk to their sons yeah they and don't know so, how to be friends not even with their wives yeah some of them i i do mm. feel like um they're better with women like even with us or with other women and some of the guys they'll have buddy times i call it like you go to the games together or you go drinking at the bar together and you joke around and i'm not saying they never confide right. but it's not the same way as like mm -hmm. a butch i find at least i have not had i don't know if i've ever had a stoic butch around me let's just be honest um maybe one or two but not Yes, we have, and we've seen them in the wild, and they seem very unfun. <laughs> not that oh many. A lot. Not a lot, because I do think there's still that woman characteristic in socialization, probably, yeah. since we're all socialized since we were young. Absolutely. And it, it could just be a socialization piece. I, think I don't know. All mixed in there. Yep. Um, I do find that, like, which women still, like, in your daddy, if you will, yeah, it still has, like you said, this other womanly yeah I'm, feminine I'm, i don't know what we call I'm it i'm trying to coach yeah. them through something that's emotional right it isn't just right? i'm and trying it's... to coach them through how to change a tire or how to yeah. pick out an appropriate tie for an occasion i but, heard you say you're like you're coaching them how to communicate like that's a pretty that's something that we as yeah. especially i think as butch women are forced to learn how to do early and often to like stand up for mm -hmm. ourselves to represent who who we say we are right and like continually explain to everyone like that kind of shit mm -hmm. which is just not required of male males um, no and coming from a place of confident world. which is something that is just men just assume because it is something that is given to them like yeah hold on you're a man of course you're of course but i know your that... opinion is the most important of course you get the front of the line I know. whereas they're still scared you're a bunch, i don't think they're not you still i know you're <laughs> bunch like not only have you been you know have all the sort of um misogyny placed on you <laughs> like well yeah. you're a girl and girls don't do this and girls don't do that and uh but then you you know you want to sort of accept your who you are as a butch lesbian like your innate nature who you your are nature like, yeah 
you need that permission to just be that. Like, is it okay for me to to be a woman that looks very much like a man, to sit like a man, gesture, um, enjoy yeah. things that men stereotypically enjoy, like going to a football game or um, enjoying craft beer, you know, <laughs> like whatever. Um, and they need coaching through that. Like all that, you know, it, it's a lot of like, is it okay? Can I do this? It's, and yeah, it's, terrifying for them and I remember what that's like just to even go buy a dress shirt and tie it's like <gasps> like they will get so wound up about that and I'm yeah. like okay it yeah the, the whole world kind of imposes this imposter Ooh. syndrome it, that's, yep. mm-hmm. I guess that's not accidental that those words line up but yeah it's yeah it's that coaching them through that yeah that. and then that's special. Put sex in there oh, oh my god <laughs> yeah. so much has just been giving them permission shame, to shame feel um, to feel the sexual desire, to feel the sexual desires that they feel. Yeah. yeah. And, um, just to be like, is it okay that I like this, that, and the other things? Like, and whether it be like, you want to strap and, or you're, you know, you come by strapping or you might want a bottom and like, yeah. is that okay? Like, right. you know, like it's, it's all okay. That's the it's all okay. It's all okay. It's all okay. Like what you like is what you like. Yeah. It's fine. It's all okay. As long as it's consenting adult, who cares? Yeah. Um, speaking of misogyny, speaking of trying to find people who have been through what you've been through, Jenny, did you see this thing that MB sent to me that was about lesbian visibility week? No, I didn't say I just sent it to you because I was like, I really need to not be freaking out about this all day. <laughs> I think I she mentioned like- that she had sent something to you, but she didn't and she told me but she didn't tell me it's nothing new that you haven't seen a million times yeah it's nothing that we haven't seen a million fucking times sorry i keep cursing i i was just recording this um introduction to my lesbian visibility week intervention which is what this week's episode was because i was just so pissed at seeing this exact message over and over and over this same one um and what was the message the message is here let me just go ahead and play the audio for you Misconception that lesbian means a woman who loves other women. Um, and actually, the definition is non-men who are attracted to and love other non-men. Throughout history, there have always been gender non-conforming lesbians. Um, and it's interesting yep. to see nowadays that there are some folks who kind of try to gatekeep that identity. and Or just have a conversation. Folks who identify as women. Um, and that's not what being lesbian is all about. There are trans men who identified as a lesbian for many, many years and still feel comfortable within that community and that identity. There are non-binary folks of all kinds who identify as lesbians. There's just, there's like a zillion different ways to be a lesbian. Um, And if that word is what's comfortable for you, then nobody can gatekeep it from you. I am non-binary, trans-masculine, and I'm a lesbian. Oh, good Lord. Okay, the non-man thing, I have such issue with the non-man. I fucking hate it. Hate it. I don't even want to have the fire of a thousand songs. Men involved. I'm like, why is men involved? I'm okay. If you want to call yourself non-binary, fine. You can say you can say I'm non-binary attracted to other non-binaries. I'm non-binary attracted to women. Great. But like the non-men, I'm like, why are we even? And then to make that statement, like, no, actually, the definition of lesbian (laughs) is, and I'm just like, when did you come up with that definition? When did the word lesbian? I was trying not to swear. (laughs) Sorry. what are you talking about you can't just go that's the definition i'm like 
It's so much more nuanced oh, and complex. I'm sorry. I didn't get the new manual from the lesbian <laughs> community. And what about lesbians from the 1950s? Are they going to have to like now say, I'm a non-man, even though they're like, I'm right. a woman married to my Fuck wife? that. No, really? That and like day. people we've known that are older than us, generations, one, two generations. I had a therapist when I was in the 90s and she was around in the 70s and she would tell me stories and this and that. And she was very much in like butch famine. And I was like, oh, wow. And like, I'm thinking what she's now got to like say, I'm a non-man, da, da, da. It's ridiculous. It's it's this argument that like there is no such thing as a lesbian, that there's no actual content to the category of lesbian. That's and ridiculous. it's because, and I mean, we can, if we're being honest, it's because we got people saying that it can't be women who love women because that excludes trans men, but it can't be females who love females because that excludes trans women, which leaves us at where? Nowhere. So I think what we have to believe is what the word has meant Tell me, am I a shitty person for thinking that a lesbian is a same-sex attracted female? And I feel like the word lesbian is there for people to acknowledge sharing a social condition with other women in that box, right? I've talked online about how my identity as a woman is really an acknowledgement of my entire total experience being defined in substantive ways by my sex class. It's not something I identified into. Some people can identify into it, and I don't particularly have a beef with them, but um, for me, it's an acknowledgement. So like if you're using the word lesbian, like I said on the Instagram, lean into your class consciousness with women. A lot of us are just saying, hey, I'm a woman because I was labeled that way. And I'm on the team with everybody else who was labeled that way. So I feel like when you're using the word lesbian, that's what that's doing. Otherwise, I'm not sure what the word lesbian is supposed to do other than like define in, pre in like precise terms your own sexuality to yourself. Doesn't seem as useful. I mean, I heard you say that on your show before. Yeah. And I agreed with you. So I would agree with that. I just think the, the irony of on Lesbian Visibility Week, basically saying that the thing that needs to be visible has no real definition, like is not something you can locate. Also, I just listened to that clip again. And they're saying in the clip that trans men are included among not men, among like their picture of lesbian as a not man attracted to other not men. Are, did trans men agree to that? The whole thing's confusing. That's so weird. Well, that's why it's so weird. My comment to them was like, so does this mean gay is actually means yeah. non-women who are attracted to and love other non-women? Yeah, nobody's telling them to change their word. And the part I deleted was, or are we just removing women? <laughs> or is, is women the only word that we're just going to remove here? Right. It was eerie because I was recording something exactly about that that phrasing of like a lesbian is a non-man attracted to other non-men. And then you sent me that and I was like, God damn it. Like it's everywhere. It is like the new thing that the kids are saying. It's but awful. It's, but it is all this. What is this need to say I have a gender identity that is different from other lesbians? Why are we like like putting a little cracker like a. Like, why are we introducing a fissure in lesbian identity that says some of y'all are dumb enough to identify as women, but some right. of us are non-binary and you dummies who identify as women should stop like using that word. And here's why. There's sour cream out of it. Yeah. Um, why? Why? Do they look at it as an ignorance to use. And I'm like, well, do you want all men to say they're non-binary too? It, it's or just is like there not a patriarchy that's ruling shit? 
We've had this kind of conversation with our gay male friends, and they're like, like, this does not come up in our conversation, like, at all. Like, nobody has asked us to not call ourselves men, ever. Yeah. And they see it, because they're, like, these super cool feminist guys, and they're just like, oh, no, you guys definitely are always being asked to make a move over, shift your, basically, move over and make room for everybody else. Yeah. And it's just like... It's not, he's like, no, some of the conversations I see that lesbians are having to go through, he's like, it just seems like a nightmare. Um, because there's no one, no one is introduced non-woman, uh, loves and attracted to non-women. No, no one. Yeah, no one. No oh one. God, I want to hear that. And it's that? like, I, I'm just kind of like, I, okay, like you cannot define this. My life by me. how much man is in it like <laughs> what the fuck is that yeah. like my whole life has been about not having men in yeah. my life yeah it's, it's not about the degree to which and not in my intimate world right yeah and now you're telling me that my whole identity is that i'm a non-man fuck you i'm a right. woman god damn it and then we can have that separate discussion like are trans women women yeah i thought we settled that I me, I'm good. I'm good with that. We're good. Um, See, I'm good with and it's that. funny because it's never actually trans women that ever have this argument. Well, yeah, like, we know trans women, and they're Actual always just like, women. "Yeah, I'm a woman. Like, I'm good." And I'm just like, "Yeah, yeah, you right. are." Okay. Right. It's never. It's never trans trans men or trans women that actually jump up and down about this ever. They just want to kind of live their life right with the body that they love that they now love and feel but the way that you and i understand who trans women and trans men are is that they're binary trans men and trans women who mm-hmm. do exist but there's increasingly this realm of people who like use the term like say i'm a trans woman because i'm non-binary or i'm a trans man because i'm non-binary right to where they're these are not folks who experience sex dysphoria so they're mm-hmm. not like so what's happening and here's the thing for me trans women can be women not interested in like delimiting the category of woman in that way but I do see so much pressure on younger lesbians to like continually signal verbally that they're open to having sex with people who aren't female even if that's like fundamentally not their sexuality and so it's like why can't we let the word lesbian like if I just let let it mean what it just let it mean what it means and and we I thought the whole I thought pansexual was supposed to cover all this all this up queer yeah and you know it's just like yeah, it just seems wild to me. Like, why Why are we doing this? Why? There's other words for that. Right. You know, and it's cool if you, I, I mean, I, I think we've mentioned that. We knew, we knew a lesbian, well, I guess she would be the absolute perfect definition of pansexual or queer now, but back in the 90s. Um, <laughs> we all knew that she was just like three op trans men was her jam like what she all was. day long that was her jam great and we were like wow that's so specific but it wasn't like off-putting wait, or anything like pre-op? that you mean trans women who are pre-op no uh, um um f to m f to m oh okay got it pre-op. pre-op once everything was done then she, moved she on was just the like one. 
Wow, that's interesting. And also, Very so I hope everybody's okay in those situations. I know. I don't know. It was the nineties. I who knows? It's not close friends. Yeah, we were close, but we would just be like, oh, interesting. She okay. got next one. And here's their support system. Here's her new yeah. boy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All righty. And you know, whatever. That was her jam. And like, she was great for that because she was super nurturing. And I think that was, she loved and accepting and, accepting and just loved nurturing um, the these transition. dudes through it. Wow. Um, so like, I hope, yeah. I mean, I hope they were okay with that, but if they were, that's like a very specific, very specific, like, that's a very, specific very beautiful. Sexual, form of, yeah. 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 Like that's your like a moment. attraction was very specific. Was very specific. Yeah. That is, and and which, is, cool. which is interesting when you think about it, like, what you're attracted to is what you're attracted to, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you like boobs, you like boobs. You know, if you right. like, you're allowed like, to have that. You're allowed to have like what you like. Yeah. So it's like, okay. I really have a major issue with some of that vibe and language around if you're a, a lesbian. Thank you guys for um, um, literally potting with me while you're eating. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sort of like <laughs> laughing about that. I'm like, is this? this it's our natural habitat. Right? <laughs> and we're like in our kitchen eating. I keep on trying to move to the side when I do. Um, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm starving. See, that's I won't, right there. She's just I like, won't oh, just like want to profligately be impolite. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, but this whole thing about lesbians, it's like, well, of course, lesbians should, should want to have sex with trans women. And it's like, well, some lesbians will be cool. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And they some love the person and they don't won't. care and they'll be and that's okay. Get, and they can get beyond yeah. like the because you can still support somebody and care about their well-being and care about their their fight. Yeah. And not want to have sex with them. Right. That's okay. And I think like, it's really, it's really important for the younger lesbians growing up in this like queer sexless world to know that like, you're allowed to, you're allowed to call yourself a lesbian. And when you say it mean that you only sleep with female people, like you're allowed for that to be your definition of what your identity is. And if you're, and one of my friends used a word that I think is appropriate. I, I think it was malleable. She was like, some people's sexuality is naturally malleable where they yep. they have been very true you know that they've been comfortably a lesbian having sex with female bodied people for their whole life but then they meet someone who is a trans woman who and their body may be a little different maybe a little differently shaped whatever and they're good that and they're, they're so and they're happy they and they're yeah. and that's wonderful yeah, i think it's like, a beautiful thing they're so physically attracted they don't care they're right like, you know what right. i'm attracted to this person regardless i think they're screwed. maybe because yeah you know yeah I I just want, I think the key is just to make sure that that doesn't become viewed as the more enlightened way to have a sexuality because it's like, like, there are going to be people who aren't malleable. Like I would not be able to, I'm not to be sexually attracted to a woman. And I, I am burning up right now, even putting those words out loud because I've been taught so much that I'm not allowed to say that. But it's not my sexuality to be. I guess I'm just like, why is that so different? Are you allowed to say you're not attracted to a man? Is that okay? Well, that's okay. Apparently, right? I've had sexy gay men get giggly and squeely around me and super gay. Yeah. (laughs) Flirty. Flirty. 
I'm sure you've had it too. Yeah, it goes yeah. so far because you know it's like you know once I put like my leather daddy on, it's just like oh, <laughs> you know, and it's cute. It's like it's like this fun banter, you know, yeah. whatever. And I'm not wouldn't expect them to be like yes, I want to have sex with this woman. No, no, they don't. Like it's they just, just, a couple that's just that, well, yeah. energy that's that's in, you were appreciating each other's sexual energy really, and right. then it just doesn't go any further than that, and that's fine. And so I could I could appreciate the sexual energy of like a, some. A trans woman I find attractive, like sure, great. Yeah, things. I think the question is, if given the world where like human diversity is infinite, and like there are so many ways to, y'all okay? That's my neighbor. Somebody is out. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> this is real life. Real life in the which fem real life. <laughs> Still about recycling. You both looked, and I couldn't tell what? if there was a threat. What are we having for dinner? <laughs> So I, I was going to ask, or I guess I was just going to like retrace our steps, but to say, <laughs> good luck with that. Given a world where like human sexuality really is so diverse and like anything can happen and attraction can be present where you didn't expect it and all that stuff. Absolutely. Do we then have primary to... attraction? I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my wife was supposed to be Latina or black. Don't I look it as paper white? <laughs> Don't I look it? <laughs> I mean, that was what I was going for. I'm going to stick to my own kind. I'm going to find a Latin girl. Well, you Little fucked French up. White girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm like literally. It's not how that works. So yeah, anything's possible. Well, Cardi, she always has to answer to having found a gringa. So I am familiar with this. I am the yeah. failure, Jenny. I am the uh, failure. I um, get it. I feel <laughs> you. I'm right with you. Too much scorpion. Well, sauce. so the question would be like, do we have to redefine the word lesbian, or can we? No. Just, right, no. we really don't. No. Can we just not do that? Can we? Just we don't do have to. We can. We can. We can. Um, I think it's cool to be like again, trans women. who are like, hey, I'm a woman, and I want to be with women. Great, come on in. Um, cool, and I do realize there are some gray area. You're going to have some trans men that are still physically have female genitalia. genitalia. I get that that's like, what do we do there? Um, I, that It's a nuance and it doesn't feel right to me to just be like, no, you cannot. Right. You know? <laughs> cannot come to this lesbian well, gathering. But no one, I'm not doing, nobody's doing that. Nobody's like it's really doing that. People yeah. just have if you're cool, you're cool. Like we you get show up it. at the party. Nobody's going to be like, show this up. is a lesbian party. Get out. But I do no. think that like the the word itself ne- begs for a definition, and that same sex attracted female was a pretty good definition, like mm-hmm. with I variation. That, I think that's all we had, and all we have, and the proof of that is that we see these like really shitty attempts to replace it with with things that are centered around men. Yes, we I'm don't like, have. How do they not see how insulting that is? Right, and the thing that's in invi- this is what I'm like. So like the thing that's invisible. Gay men don't need a visibility week because they're everywhere. Like yep. transgender identities are over visible. Like according to the Trans Journalists Association, they're like overexposed in the media. Lesbians don't have that same issue. Why? Because we're no, female. Never have. Because we're <laughs> female. So right. like if we're yeah. talking about where lesbian visibility week comes from, and we do, I think, have to throw the word female in there because people don't care about people without penises. It's just kind of like a weird rule about society, it seems. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're just like not straight. The- you can be gay. And I think there's, I've seen a good point made about like 
Oh, they do care. They do care about controlling women. Yes. Let's right, right, right. That's legislating yeah. it. They care. They care about that. And that's <laughs> it's funny that you said that because that was going to be my point that I remember this woman was making this point about like, okay, I get that we want to be inclusive and all that, but let's just cut the bullshit and talk about some realities here. There is only half of this population that is having their bodies legislated against. We are literally having yeah. bodily autonomy. We have, as women, less autonomy than corpses. Mm. You cannot take mm -hmm. anything from a corpse without its consent. So wow. if they never gave consent, you don't get to touch that corpse. I never thought about that. Fuck. You, yeah. We have fewer rights to our own bodies and corpses at this point. And it's that easy. is only happening to women. Yep. Now, trans women, they're going to get thrown in. They're going to get thrown in because they're going to get thrown in. They're they're here with us in the shits now in, in as far as the fight is concerned. No, is it a physical issue for them? Not totally, but, you know. I, and for trans men that have yes. not had surgery, yep. it is still an issue. Yeah, and I get that. Because things can still happen. People can. Absolutely. They have an unwanted Yeah, pregnancy. I mean, they're trans men that have gotten pregnant. Pregnancies can go wrong to anyone, obviously, right. we know. And you yeah, need I, that I kind felt. of health care. So it's like, and then I'm like, and we still only have half of this population that still right. has to endure a rape every three minutes. Okay. So like, and I know men get raped. I understand that. But the epidemic problem here yes. is, is against numbers. women. You know, right. women are the ones being murdered in domestic abuse cases. It's like, and, and not getting any help. Yeah. Women and are... We are the ones not having any drugs tested on us. Well, they do trust now. But. Now, but we're still dealing with, you know, nobody wants to learn anything about our bodies right. or science. It's like, they're still so yeah. clueless about us. These so are just much. facts. So, yeah, it's a little bit shitty to just be like, oh, you know, we're all going through the same thing. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, that's not. We're all differently. Not all. <laughs> there are two populations under patriarchy yep. that are like identified yep. for rules like these and it's and it matters and there are there are transgender realities and a part of that journey that i will never understand and i feel it and i and i just i want them to be okay i want them to get the help they need i want them to get the care they need the rights that they that they are entitled to so it's like god everybody like you but you just can't cleave off just can't cleave off something like that. And it's like, well, this is inclusive. How is it inclusive if you have a lot of fucking women out here going, mm. I hate that? Yeah, right? <laughs> I, I'm I like, that, that doesn't include me because I fucking hate it. Yeah. So I don't know how inclusive that is. Mm -hmm. It's the, the um, what's the word? It's like the fallacy of queer. Like the idea that, yeah. that, that a word that is a catch-all can be inclusive when it's, when it's actually a cover-up. It's like a grand cover-up of- yeah specificity like, i don't feel included i feel like you're removing me right i want to grab the laptop and i'll grab my yeah. meat and my taco <laughs> so she's nudging me to go sit down. Like, can we <laughs> yeah go I'm still standing in the damn kitchen there let me turn the light on over here and we can sit down you can turn that up sweetheart oh we got our kitty here blade why are you in my seat because he's a little jerk and he's uh not on the blanket and you're not on the blanket so uh, oh we always try to put blankets God. oh there's our mantle yeah, I'm taking advantage of like the the tour, the kind of spinning tour that I just got. Yeah, front door, yep. pictures. 
Uh, is that a pig? And the pile of fur I can't sit on in dark pants now. Oh, he did oh, totally no. fur up the couch. <laughs> Little shit. Yeah, we have cats everywhere, and I ate a full, I, I ate so much hair with my burrito today, and I was like, it is time to clean this shit up. Uh, I, I had quite a few people, so I've actually felt really, really, like, seen and supported by the trans mask folks who have gotten in touch to say that they appreciate our use of the word female on these episodes, like, because there is a specificity around the transgender journey for people who come from female, you know, FTM is a different experience than MTF. I don't know if y'all have heard that we're not allowed to use those anymore either. Yes, we did. But... Yes, I know. And that's why I was like, uh, whatever is the current nomenclature is not coming to me right now. And I, yeah, I, know, I, know. I need to get this out. Is it a what? female at birth or is that not allowed either? Well, that one, I think, actually, I'm not sure anymore. But what did you, what's the replacement for FTM? Because I genuinely forgot just right now. Like if you're not saying someone is FTM. So the reason that I heard we can't say that is because FTM people were always male. It's the sex denialism thing. Oh, okay, like, okay. Wait, that what was always male? That so like, like if you you're- were, You say someone's F to M, uh -huh. they were never F because they were born male in okay. internally, uh, okay, emotionally. Okay, okay. So like their identity has always yeah. felt male. Just, some have. I mean, some I get that. Actually, always yeah. felt that way. I've actually I met some that. people who didn't realize it until they were older. Yeah. So, yeah. like, what are they? What if they want to say that? Like, I get that I, as a point of discussion. I, I think if we're just trying to describe, I mean, at some point, like, we just got to be able to describe something like, oh, they were Michael and now they're Michelle. I, I mean, I definitely get the the criticism there, mm -hmm. um, and a point of discussion, but. I am less probably cool with that one just because it's, it's it makes it sound like there's no such thing as female and male, like as statuses of the right. body. And, and but also definitely they were is. probably, for most of them, they were probably socialized in the, what their genitalia said everybody thought they were, I should say. Yep. Yeah. So right. um, they were most likely socialized under like being a female or being a male. And how that is. And to say that we aren't socialized different is a joke. Like, well, if people why? actually say that, yeah. like, and they do, some people might say that. And I'm like, really? Well, they would be ridiculous. Well, I people, mean, I and I'm like, saying there's nuances in families. Like, yours is definitely more, oh my God, gender, gender confirming. Like, I had like, way yeah. more stereotypical gender roles forced mm. on me than you had. By a long shot than any of the girls in my family. And my sisters are way older than me. And oh my God. I think I even had, like, my no mother, autonomy. I think she had more than my mother appearance. had. And my mother is 80 something years old. Yeah. So like, I mean, but my mom was a farm woman. So you know how farm women are different. Yeah. They do more rugged stuff. Yeah. They so have I a little bit of freedom, different. like a little mm -hmm. occupational yeah. freedom. I had like they do. They super really high do. femme mom. Like my mom yeah. was, was Sophia like, Vergara. Like, yeah, that's what she looks like. And you didn't push back. What she wanted is how it was going to be. Mm. Um, so Maribel couldn't cut her hair until how old? Seventh mm. grade, eighth grade, like almost ninth grade. I mean, we're talking hair. Like it wasn't even allowed. Like, wow. allowed. So your whole life until then. Dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought we were talking about hairstyles, but no, you're talking about cutting it all. No, cutting it all. Long, straight so dark hair down. Thick, and it would get in the way. So she's trying to do like 
anything. Skateboard and shit. It's amazing I didn't die, you know? I died. It's terrifying. You know, um, I mean, it was like, I wanted to play hockey more than anything. And it was yeah. like, girls don't do that. Me too. I heard the same fucking thing. I don't know if we talked about this before, but hockey, yeah. hockey sexism is a huge part of my formative story. Um, but no, yeah, so I, I would have died on a skateboard for a lot less than hair that was down to my knees. So I'm glad you didn't. But Maribel, I was going to ask you, did you have anything that you would call dysphoria in the common parlance? Yeah, I think so. Um, dysphoria. Yeah, because. Yeah, okay. Um, ooh, I had to put too much scorpion sauce on there. Um, water, but it won't help. It's okay. No, it's good. It feels good. It's the spiciest shit. I did. Um, no. I'm such a white girl. Yeah, and Rachel's from Texas. She gets it. I, I get it. I do. Um, yeah, it's like, no, it's, she's like, doesn't that feel painful? I'm like, yes, but in a good way. No. Of um, it's a bit of masochism. Yeah, yes, a little bit. That's your masochism. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting because I, I mean, I have had many opportunities now to kind of, you know, I've had time to sort of process this now, especially with the kind of the conversations that we have now in our present day. Mm-hmm. But and that's why I feel like some of the absolutism that keeps getting kind of forced upon the conversation, I'm just like, come on, y'all. Like, it's not that black and white, like, at all. And and that I do think young people need to be given the space to kind of work through, like, really all the layers going on right. in there before they do something permanent. You know, I'm not going to get into the political discussion about, you know, hormones and what age it's like that's really i can have that conversation with other parents but like this is but not that's a form thing. For that. it's person by person and yeah i mean Honestly, it's just yeah it's i really do think person. there's a lot of nuance there so what might be re- acceptable or might make sense for one kid might not make sense for another but yeah. mm-hmm. nevertheless you know you, you read enough detransition stories and it's like oh you know what i actually wasn't i just needed to work through this other shit and that resonates with me because i feel like when i was um really small like and i knew i was gay very early very very young um and i was just kind of a a baby butch i swear to god since the day i was born and um and i thought oh yeah i definitely can i just be a boy can i can i be a boy yeah and it was like because the boys got all the fun the boys got all the rights because if you're a little girl especially a little girl in the latino neighborhood in a latino house it's like Okay, I'm comparing what my brother gets to do and what I get to do, and this is some real bullshit. You know? yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do any of this shit. Yeah. Oh, you have to um, clean the kitchen after yeah. the, the party. I don't. I want to play football and I want to ride yeah. skateboards. You know, southern, I don't southern woman here, I, the same yeah. kind of thing. It was like I was on the debutante side of the house. Like, felt wrong. To I was. Me. She was a debutante too. I was. Really? Um, there's photographic <laughs> there's, proof. Oh yes, your beautiful dress. I'll have to like finish that. One oh my god. So I didn't. I didn't actually do it. So I respect that you went all the way but i was definitely oh, raised in that culture she did a minuet again and waltz. um one does simply does not say no to a puerto rican <laughs> um so so yes as as a as a youngin for sure i was like yeah i want to be a boy i want to be a boy and uh it's it's funny um way back when <laughs> back in again we're going to bring this up again Back when you had to read about the gay community in a newspaper again. 
Um, and I came across the Washington Blade, which you know was the most that. revealing That's thing ever. It was so wonderful. Maybe the last time you were saying where um they had the transgender where they had an article about it yeah. about um um transgender met. So um and they were showing like photographs of I guess the experimental dicks they were trying to make at the time, and I was just like, what? Wait, so like mm -hmm. actual photos of biological trying to con yeah well, they, the were, they were trying they were to figure it out back then i mean it's a it was a private paper obviously and it's a gay paper and it i yeah, think it was a new they, gay newspaper they Washington. definitely pushed oh the boundaries yeah. they're not like about the district like of columbia post. yeah they're not going to be like the post you're going to like <laughs> no okay oh i mean washington blade is where i first learned about tom of finland and all that i've learned about all kinds of fabulous things <laughs> at the ripe age of, at the at the baby age of 14 Oh my um, and so I was just like looking at these pictures and I was like, yikes, that looks kind of strange. That does not look right. That looks painful. It oh. looks butchered. It just wow. like, whoa. Um, and it's I was like, okay. Mm. And then I was reading, you know, different things about it. And it was like, well, you know, unless you're going to get bathed in hormones real early on, like, you're not going to be tall. You're not going to. You're not gonna. You're not gonna have a, a a penis. It's not gonna. You're not gonna sprout one just like that. And I remember even in my little high school brain, my like my little teenage brain, going, "Okay, like, so I'm still gonna be short, and I'm not gonna have a dick. I, I'm gonna have a little dick. Like, I can't be like a short little dick guy. Like, that's just not gonna work for me. <laughs> oh my god. So to me like in Are my these i i identify with this so much so i won't have a big dick why right but the reason that makes sense is because i'm not i'm not trans because you're not because trans. i right, turned exactly. it into i turned it into a thing of vanity like uh -huh. i was quickly turned away from that notion over vanity cuz i was just like oh i want to be like a 6 foot tall guy Strapping I want to be like a dude. big strapping, you know, ham-fisted, okay. big dick yeah. dude. This makes sense. Because you weren't, you and, didn't actually um, have sex dysphoria. You weren't like. Right. Because if I was truly a trans person you that been felt like, that deep in my soul, it would have been like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, and I don't mean that to sound, I didn't mean to be dismissive or to be insulting, but I was looking at it from a point of sort of like vanity, vanity you know, and, and. A person who's truly trans, deep down inside, they're not going to care about that. They're going to be like, I need to, to be whole, as whole yeah. as I can. In, That's so in, interesting in, because what I got to need, what I need to do. And I was just like, mm, yeah, I don't know if that's for me. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. I have the things that, that are my criteria. Because I mean, in a way, it's like, well, if I'm not going to have a big dick, like, what's the point of being a man? I'm just going to stay being this. Like, this is pretty cool. I'm going to be a woman. And then I'll just get big dicks. Was it tied to... Out. This is what I was going to ask when you said that. Was it tied to sexual desirability questions? Like, I am trying to figure out how to be attractive to women. Of course. Yes, yes right? Which is of why. Course. I don't want to get girlies. I want hot girls. Yeah. And you wanted so. the privilege. I think you wanted male oh, for sure. privilege. And it's only when I got a little older, like when I was in, I would say, somewhere in my early-ish 20s that it kind of hit me that I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't feel like that anymore. I just 
didn't. I just was just like, no, I, I'm good with. And our best friend, who I'm is, comfortable in my body. I'm comfortable with my yeah. sexuality. I'm good. Like yeah. I don't. And actually, our best friend is very uh, butch as well. He was a drummer in Marvel's band in the '90s, right? Girl days. Yeah. She had the same so similar of a story. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and she she felt the same way. Yeah. I remember because we, we were obviously very close in the 20s, like in our yeah. 20s, all hanging yeah. out all the time. She had a dyke band. I mean, we were always together with a bunch of dykes. And she felt the same way. Like when she was a kid, because her brother got all the privilege. Her brother got to work with the dad. All these right, things right, that right. came along with being the boy in the household. Mm-hmm. And you get the girlies. Yeah, See what and I'm saying? you're gay. And you're gay. Why right. not? So it's like, yeah. you know, I get all the girls, like dudes get to get, like date all the straight chicks out there. Look at how many women you get to pick from. Yeah. So in her mind, she told us, she's like, I felt the same way. Like, oh, I wish I could be a boy. I wish I could totally. be a boy. Yeah. But yeah. then when she gets in, in her 20s and she's dating chicks and she's like. She got oh, a lot of girls. She got a lot of girls. She got a lot of fine girls. <laughs> yeah, she was very busy. Um, So when she was doing all that, she was like, fuck that. I don't want to be a dude. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be a So again. <laughs> If for her, it wasn't really right. she was transgender. She's like, no, I'm just a butch dyke. And I'm like, I'm getting the girlies the way I get the girlies. Yep. Right. Like, right. You know, and it was like, so I've seen this now yeah. with multiple Play out a few times. friends, a yeah. couple friends. And then there's people that we have a friend that is transitioning now in their 50s. Um, the opposite. They were um, a, a, assigned a male at birth. Assigned male at birth. They lived as a man for most of their life. And yeah. now they're becoming, they're transitioning to a woman. Yeah. And she's lovely. And um so lovely. She's lovely. And so, you know, I mean, God, they're like, why did I like for them it's like I uh you know Yeah, like why did I lose all those years trying to fit a mold that wasn't me? Sure. Yeah. And I feel very grateful that in my early twenties I was like, Oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't have that. I'm good. I don't I'm gonna be this I'm gonna be this kind of lesbian. But you see I'm gonna be a lesbian. I'm going to be a woman. You also and... like being around women. I'm not saying you yeah. don't have dude friends or some dude stuff, but like. But I enjoy the company of women. I yeah. enjoy the energy of women. I enjoy, um, I, not that I enjoy the feminist struggle, but it's like, that's a part of me. The right. struggle of feminism, the struggle of. Sisterhood. Of a lesbian okay. visibility, which was non-existent before the nineties, basically to be a part of lesbian avengers and riot girls and to be a part of that energy in the 90s i mean i was like yeah you know like yeah it's bad yeah like we, she had dyke band for years and so yeah, like, like, we only let a guy into the band the very end the very end because we couldn't find a freaking <laughs> female bass player that's why but, um, i will upload for anyone who's listening i will upload the reference photo of the riot girl days <laughs> do you yeah. jenny did you identify as a groupie or as a were you part of the crew I was part of the crew. I was like the mom, honestly. Again, I I was the mom when I was 16 with my friends. And the photographer. I was the photographer. I was the mom. I was the person that would be carrying like all the shit and driving the car. So I always was carrying the equipment. I was always the person that was navigating because I don't get lost. Like they all get lost, I swear to God. So I'd be like, okay, we're us of us are butchers that just don't have the sense of direction. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) let's get all the shit in the car or the SUV, whatever, or the Subaru. The Subaru. Subaru. We had oh a my God, yes. Subaru station wagon. Yep. And so we can get to the gig. So, and they broke you in my house. Like, so I would be calling, <laughs> like, I would be making dinner for them all the time. Like, yeah. I constantly was making food for the band and I'd bring it downstairs and we'd hang out. They practiced like three times a week in my damn house. Yeah. So and I you, just had you music. enabled, you were the the band's whole foundation, whole the Petri yeah. dish. Oh, yeah. Food. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they, like, I was like the support person. Like yeah, the main yeah. support. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it all the gigs? So that's where I, that's how I would describe that sort of journey through that, that I think any dysphoria I may have had wasn't what I would truly def define as dysphoria. What I was reacting to was patriarchy and misogyny. That's right. And like, you've heard me say that before. I'm just like, womanhood is not a prison. Patriarchy is a prison. Uh -huh. And so I was responding to, I hate being forced to be a certain way, dress a certain way, behave a certain way because I'm a girl. Um, I want to be more like my brother the freedoms. and have those freedoms and be able to sit like he does and gesture and wear the shoes that he does. And because um, they're comfortable shoes, not wearing heels to weddings. Because I was ready, we're uh, having to wear heels. Yeah, yeah wear James, all the time. And you, um, heels, you know exactly what those freaking yeah. things feel like. If any, I mean, they're they're torture. I mean, even I yeah. like to wear them sometimes, but they're not comfortable. It's not like no, oh, right. these are so fucking comfortable. Like, who are we kidding? They're not comfortable. I'm just fine with you just wearing laying laying down heels. But yeah, that's fine. Yeah, um, but, but I mean, like, it's good to have a collection of laying down. Heels. Yes, laying down heels. <laughs> okay, I got it. Yep. Um, but also, you didn't like. I know you you had really large breasts, which oh. I swear to God, so many butches do. What is it with yeah. big big boob butches? There is a, sure, a lot of us. Yeah. And so you had like, like what were they, double D's or no, no, triple D's. So she had a breast I had some, reduction. I had some gangsters, dude. Well, gangsters. I don't remember when you, you, when you had the reduction, right? It was yes. not too long ago. Yeah. 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 We had it during COVID. Yeah. yeah. During COVID. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, I can finally get this done. Yeah. And so it was like, oh, yeah. I have C's. I think you have C's now. They're adorable. The cutest like, C's. Oh my God, <laughs> I, I like where they are now. It's like they're cute and they're good and I'm they're good. I'm I'm happy with the girls. Yes, we're good. These guys. <laughs> we're good. Um yeah, so that was and, and I think I, I was glad and and it's and Jenny and I have talked about this many times where I'm like, oh my God, if I was coming of age in today's world, it scares me. Same. same. Like I'm like, oh my God, would I have oh, been felt close. would I have felt pressured? You would have been on T by to change my hormonal makeup mm -hmm. and and you'd have been on T. You might have gone through transitioning. Me too. You did hate Me having too. the big boobs because you hated like cleavage. Like your mom's like, yes. cleavage. And I'm and like, like, no, yeah. I want to squash those down and hide them from everybody. Yeah. Whereas her mom's like, look, I hate and I hated the male attention I got because of them. Yeah. Hated it. So um, yours was was mine. It was like a, a homosexuality. It wasn't really a gender related dysphoria, but it was like I'm gay and this is very uncomfortable for me mm -hmm. because right. of the position that like my body puts me in. Like mm -hmm. mine, I I hated being like well known for my curves, which I was when I was younger. Um, Are you an hourglass? I am, yeah. Uh, okay. Mostly just a large ass, like figure. But <laughs> um, but like men would comment on that Ugh. a lot, and it made me hate being a woman. Like those are constitutive elements yeah. of my experience that, if I was being raised today, instead of just being like fuck those assholes, I would I would have totally I think. Yeah, and I feel like well, that's not there's nothing wrong with your body. It's like it's yeah. what's wrong is sexism. Right. And the way these people and are. patriarchy and men who think that's okay to comment on my body—that's what's fucked up. That is yeah, super nothing wrong up. with my. I mean, the only thing that was wrong with my big boobs was that they were fucking heavy. Like every and man's brain is tiny. like You're the not... patient has very dense breast tissue. Yeah, you're telling me I'm carrying these gangsters around every day. I know gangsters. Each yeah. one, she took a pound out of each one. So, 
Um, yeah. Pound like, of wow. Yeah. I, yeah, I so it's just like, it, it's just, it's a different thing. And it's you like hated men commenting. You and don't yeah, want and I, that's why I, I feel like, like that's where I feel like we're not being allowed to have that conversation, right? And that's what's frustrating to me. I'm like, well, okay, yes, some women really are men, and they need to they need to go on that journey. And I wish them well, and, and I want them to dudes. be okay. And their other dudes, great. I truly support them. But let's give a space for that conversation for the young ladies or the young chicks. Gals, whatever, young dykes that are just like, I am not sure if it's dysphoria, if I'm am I trans, well, or am I just reacting to sexism, misogyny in that in the prison of patriarchy? Yeah. Like but they don't they have so clear. few models, like the it's cannot be accidental that the television and the movies have like jumped on the kind of trans movement. And now there are tons of trans male characters on television. Yeah. There trans really men is. characters, so I should say. There's a few trans women, but not as many, it feels like. I don't know. I feel like I, yeah, I actually have no idea about those numbers. I just know that when I look at trans women relative to butch lesbians and trans men relative to butch lesbians, there are way more trans characters and there are like still no, 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 because I think even what was it? West Side Story? Not that I watched the new one, but I just believe they changed the little dykey character. Anybody, anybody with a little butch. So anybody I wrote a, was a butch, and now anybody's is a dude. Did you know I wrote a whole paper about that? It's yeah. good. No, of course you did. It's good. <laughs> um, and it it's actually a close analysis of the screenplay and the sexism built into the screenplay because the way that the women are described is incredibly heteropatriarchal, oh. and the way that anybody's is described is incredibly heteropatriarchal. But like, I there's no butch lesbian there. There's no there's no way to be female and do it differently. And it's very yeah. obvious when you look at the screenplay. So I fucking got him, Tony Kushner. I got you. I got your number. Um, and I, I I didn't watch it because I was really put off by that. Because I, I was like, yeah. you just you just erased the butch character. What well, was wrong with the butch it. character? So I saw the movie and then I Googled it and I was like, how the heck did this happen? And I started looking it up and I saw a lot of headlines, one of which interviewed the actor that's, and it, it said that there was a trans character and the quote was, waiting in plain sight in the original screenplay implying that the character was always trans right because butch lesbians are always trans so that's where that's what made me write the paper because i was so and it pissed me off i have to say it pissed me off and i didn't watch it yeah because i grew up with the original being played every year (laughs) on tv because we only had like three channels and um (laughs) we're ancient because we we grew up with pantaloons you know right (laughs) wearing your pantaloons uh, before the the fire yes um yeah and that's how we feel We're like so oh my god little me <laughs> watching west side story here's an interesting thing about intersectionality right my mother hated that movie i bet uh because she was just like they just portray us as gangsters criminals and why are we and she had she did was right she's just like why is your skin so dark now granted i also grew up with colorism and that was difficult that was a whole other thing Mm -hmm. right because my brother is like a fair blonde like your mother yeah my brother looks more like you rachel than me (laughs) um but you look at your peruvian dad exactly like spitting image okay and so my mother's like i hate that movie i hate the way puerto ricans are portrayed and basically she was right about the skin color because it's goofy as hell looking now because it basically literally just 
smeared shoe polish on these guys. Did they? Because they do look like they had a darker tinted makeup on. Was that in just weird makeup? It was. And the main guy wasn't even Puerto Rican. He was played by like some like an Iranian guy or something. I don't know. But um, that's a whole separate paper. All of the thing, right? I mean, I love Rita Moreno. You know, but oh yeah, yeah. Then you had Natalie Wood and Rita Moreno. Yeah, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) And um, well, yes, but uh, and then there was anybody. And I could totally was just like, I, like she was irritating in the one sense that I was like, because she was a jet. And I was like, right. Why are you being such a shit ass? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, we hate the jets. <laughs> but, um, but I was also like, yeah, that would totally be me. I would be running around with the sharks you know? <laughs> and, you know, yeah, ready to get in a fist fight, you know, and uh, in the Bronx. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and so for them to come out with the new West Side story, it was like, and again, going with the whole like, well, trans men are men, trans men are men, trans men are men. I'm like, okay, well then by that logic, you basically replaced the butch lesbian character with a man. You did. Yeah, you totally did. And, so, you, and you said that that's what, and the actor actually said that that's what was always there as though there's some metaphysics around this. Like they're like the, any oh. butch lesbian who ever appears in culture is actually just trans. Like, and yeah, or actually just men. Yeah, it's just like, like no, I saw anybody's as a butch lesbian. We all did, like me. Yeah, and we now you're saying that they were always. She was a little tomboy, wasn't she? If I remember correctly, yeah, she was. And I was so, a scrapper, tiny yeah. too, a little, a little teacup butch, just like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little one. Um, she. So she's also been played by so many people in their high schools and things. I didn't think about this until somebody got in touch via the Instagram after I wrote the paper, and I was like pissed about it. And they were like, you know, well, she, she was like, I played anybody's in my high school. And this has ramifications like so far beyond because it's a play. It has ramifications right. so far beyond just the screen because it's this, it's this cultural production that so many girls have been taking part in for so long. You stripped essentially a good role away from a gender nonconforming female kid. Yeah. Right. And you, you changed it. And I was like, shit, like that. It's even, I don't even I hadn't think even thought about, of that. You're right. Yeah, this wow. kind of trickle-down effect. And it just makes me angrier thinking about it. But what really yeah. gets me is the rhetoric. The idea that, like, it's just it's just right. It's just correct to, like, turn every butch lesbian into the natural evolution. The trans of man. Bush, which is a trans man. Like, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not a trans man. I'm, I'm not. I mean, and we I'm just, I'm just not. And I know tons of butch lesbians that are not. Yeah. We're not dysphoric about our bodies. We don't hate our bodies. Butch is just butch and like yeah it's kind of like when we took back the word lesbian and took back the word dykes in the 90s yeah it's like you can't say that as a slur like you want to call me a dyke go right the fuck ahead you're damn right i'm a dyke for sure (laughs) you know and that's a badge of honor i hope that that took that word back and we just gave it power it was just like fucking right i'm a dyke i love i i just talked about the word dyke with lily this week on the pod and when i see things from the 90s that have the word dyke in them i feel seen and like it's a badass like a riot girl mood mm-hmm. but when i see i things had a dyke the- pin on my bag in college so that people would know i was a dyke 
because it got very frustrating to have to constantly come out. I mean, I still do, but we need those. I want, I want to, I want to inhabit that angry dyke space again, because I keep in the 2020s, there is, you should have been there. You would have loved it. I know. I know. (laughs) Oh my God. You would have been so popular. (laughs) Oh man. I never got to be popular. Let's take, let's take a time machine. You so would have, oh, you, there are so many little butches I want to pop into my little time machine. Like, come on over <laughs> come here. On. Come on, kids. Get in. Can you describe it to us? Can you do Uncle Butch's time capsule? Let's go to the 90s. We're going to go back to DC to the Black Hat. We're going to go see Bikini Kill. Um, And uh, we're going to go to a $5 all ages show. We're going to see Team Dresh and Slant Six and Tribe Eight. And uh, and bikini kill. Yeah. And we, babes in Toyland. Babes in Toyland and Bratmobile. Toyland, yeah. It's going to be like epic. And <laughs> these you. are going to be girls only mosh pits. Oh my God. And... Did you hear the news though that Riot Girl, I was going to ask you, what the fuck do you think happened to Riot Girl? Because it's been misremembered and now children are claiming that it was transphobic. What in the fuck? <laughs> Hang on, wait for it. You're kidding me, right? If you Google Riot Girl, okay? If you Google Riot Girl, I, I have been sharing, I've been saving this and I meant to bring it up sooner. If you're you gonna Google Riot Girl, okay. you're going to give me an aneurysm. Hold on. You got it. You guys got to see this shit. It is next level. I don't understand. People were so cool. Even dudes were like, girls to the front, boys to the back, boys to the back. Dudes would wear skirts. It was like much more flowing. Yeah. Like calling a guy a fag in the 90s is like, Okay, whatever. So here I, you go. I'm sharing my slur. screen. It showed up. Yeah, I see it. So I've Googled Riot Girl. The second others want to know item under the Googling of Riot Girl is what is the issue with Riot Girl? Riot Girl eventually failed in the late 1990s because of its exclusion of trans people and people of color. There were many racist, transphobic people in the movement, and it ceased to feel like a safe environment for everyone. So this is on the oh, front page of Google. Oh, fuck whoever wrote that bullshit. <laughs> Are you ready? That? Who wrote it? Yeah. A child. Here's what's happening. Oh, so they weren't even fucking there? Oh, okay. Yeah, you go ahead and tell me what Riot Girl was about, kid. About the Riot Girls. Well, it's, and called, you know, it's called... Mainstream took it over and yep. then made the Spice Girls. Yep. You want to blame somebody, blame mainstream corporate music and media Mm -hmm. who co-opted girl power. And the next thing you know, you know, Jenny and I went off to become parents in 1999 and we woke up 10 years later and it was like, I'm sorry, what the fuck happened to all the angry girls with guitars who were chopping anymore? But look, they were castrating cocks and... So I think Google has some SEO stuff going on. Google showed us that line about how it was transphobic. Why? Possibly, this is my theory, because that's getting a lot of clicks. People are really obsessed with what's transphobic and really obsessed with ways to like shit on female people talking about female things. But the title of the article that just came up in that search was how the riot girl movement helped me gain confidence. Now this same little kid, the same little kid who wrote this article is the one who said, Riot Girl eventually failed because of its exclusion of trans people and people of color. Oh, and we're linking no. to something else. No. No. It failed because... You okay. You want to know what? <laughs> Here is my non-academic... It failed because corporate rock, corporate music um, 
saw that it was gaining momentum. And so they're yeah. like, oh, cool. Let's make some, let's make up girl bands. Right, right. At that time, you couldn't walk into a single music store and not have like a dozen teenage girls on bass guitars and guitars just rocking out. Chicks, I mean, were everywhere on stage. I mean, it was like they were leading bands, all girl bands. They were headlining, opening. They were everywhere. We were everywhere. And we, we were just like a wall of sound. I mean, it was just like a big sound. Yeah. And it was awesome. And it was screechy. And it wasn't like girls trying to sound pretty. It right, was just right. like, you know, it was, it was punk. It was yeah. like Cat Cappy Ellen screaming, you know, you <laughs> like wild, right? You had Cat Ellen like playing guitars with fucking Bowie knives. Like it was crazy. You had the lesbian Avengers eating fire literally everywhere that would let them eat fire. It was <laughs> amazing. And and like the corporate music industry, corporate magazines and music magazines and all that shit was like, of course they didn't like it. It was powerful. And and the thing is the guys that were involved in the sort of the hip, cool, sort of punk, grunge um, mm-hmm. subculture, they were super cool. They were just like, yeah, girls only mosh pits. That's that that seems right. That feels girls good. Girls to the front. Girls to the front, boys to the back. They were like, yep, cool. Um, nobody was like, you couldn't, call, you couldn't insult a guy just... by calling him a fag because he was just like, yeah, okay, if that makes you feel better about yourself, yeah, like, like, I don't give a shit. Me, the drummer in, I remember the drummer in Green Day, he had a pink yeah. triangle on his drum set. He yeah. Was yeah. 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 Like, yeah, call me it. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And they were just chill about shit like, like that. Like, Kurt Cobain was always like painted nails and makeup and, and like all those guys that were like kind of punk looking dudes, but like, still wearing like dresses and just being like fucking everybody was just just amped up you know it was an yeah. amazing energy it was again and, and guys being bands, openly yeah. feminist was cool and because and that was like a direct that was a direct backlash against hair metal and the sexism and misogyny of all of that right right and i mean because you had guys that were like legit women's faces almost with just so much glossy makeup and hair and and clothes but then their lyrics were super super misogynistic mm-hmm. and um yeah i remember discovering that in my youth like thinking that was a cool aesthetic and then you turning real quick <laughs> like whoa yeah i don't like singing along and so <laughs> so that started to gain popularity and then what i what i think happened just again this is my armchair observation i'm no scholar or academic was it got co-opted by corporate music and turned into shit like Britney Spears and the Spice Girls. Mm-hmm. And it was That's all sure like, we're going like. to take this riot girl thing and we're going to make it girl power. Yeah. And next thing you know, girls weren't on stage anymore. They were backstage again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird. And they were wearing tiny outfits. And now again, like it wasn't clothes. like, it wasn't like the riot girl baby doll kinder whore look that Courtney Love made famous where it was like, just like, just looking really rough. Like she would still cut you, but she was wearing like a little baby doll dress, but she would still like break a bottle of your fucking head and cut you with it. (laughs) Suddenly it was just baby doll dresses, no broken bottle, no aggression, no angry. And next thing you know, it became all glossy and cute. And I was like, what the fuck happened here? But then I went off to be a parent and I was busy with that. Like I said, shot out of a cannon. Y'all abandoned us. 
we just saw this. And I kind of feel like, and I, some of my friends, my older millennial friends have heard me rage about this, but I was just like, I kind of feel like older millennial women like really drop the fucking ball. And I don't think it's all entirely their fault. It's just, I kind of feel like it was their fucking boomer parents that were like, no, let's make it all nice. And you don't have to be angry like those angry Gen X girls. Like we were angry because we were fucking pissed about a lot of shit, rightfully so. And baby boomers were the original helicopter parents. And it was like, no, let's make everything fun and sweet and adorable. And don't worry about feminism. Don't worry about sexism. It's all okay. Girl power, girl power. And look at where we are now. Right. Well, you know, and then yeah. in came Spice Girls, in came Britney Spears, in came uh, all that shit. And it was, and Jenny and I woke up 10 years later and we're like, where did the girl bands go? Where's my new, where's my new bikini kill? Where's my new seven year bitch? What happened? Right. Any female singer who's like not organizing her presentation around men, like who's not including men, gets accused of being a transphobe. Like, why isn't Beyonce... Like, you know, because they're saying, like, Riot Girl was transphobic because it was about women, basically. And what the fuck? Well, that's the implication. Like, it didn't include explicitly. Like, it talked about women and bodies and female bodies and didn't didn't go out of its way to explicitly include trans people. But it's like, neither Sometimes does Beyonce, I... but she's yeah. not, like, accused of, like... It's because she's heterosexual. It's because she's, like, made it about men. Like, the presentation of the Spice Girls is all about, like, attractiveness to men. So if you're doing that, like, you're not... She's still sexy. Why? Yeah. Probably. And, like, the Riot Girls were angry, and they didn't care about being sexy. They didn't care about being palatable that way. They were just, like, you know, they were just... You know, I, I mean, I remember... um getting feedback from somebody in the audience like that was like talking to us after the and they were just like oh, i thought you guys were great and and like i mean you all could like really like maybe wash your hair you know <laughs> a comment about our hair just being like really scroungy and dirty looking and we were just like yes, <laughs> yes that's like, bonus point aesthetic man dirty long hair you know because that was like the grunge look you know so we were yeah. all just like scraggly uh, you had long hair and it was like and that's like i was still a lot was a long-haired butch but it was like having your hair look greasy and dirty like that was mm-hmm. part of the aesthetic you know and you it just you just didn't give a shit you didn't give a shit you were there yeah. to rock out you were there to make a statement you were there to piss people off um and so i feel like the millennial girls were just kind of again helicoptered into this comfort place that yeah. nothing was going to touch them and that be a nice girl that be let's all be happy like, and don't be angry gonna be really great don't, don't be, be angry, angry. Yeah. um because everything's great because i mean for boomers everything has been really fucking great for them and you know by the time i was a, an adult i could already see the writing on the wall i lived through reagan and i was like well that yeah. motherfucker's gonna ruin a lot of shit and i saw the rise of Fox News and Rush Limbaugh yeah. and Newt Gingrich. I, Jenny and I literally, everything that we are watching happening is shit that Jenny and I saw coming so 30 years ago, yeah. right? That we were like, oh shit, if that doesn't change, this and this and this could happen and it's happening, right? So I feel like millennial girls just kind of got this false sense of comfort and yeah. that they kind of were caught not looking. And, well, their and moms, we were all mad, their, but we had no parents didn't push them. 
It was because like, everybody was telling us everything was fine. Everybody was everything's fine. Everything you fine. can do anything. Yeah, and it's are you, like, wait, are you a no? younger millennial, right? I well, I'm 31, so I think I'm a, I think I'm an mid, older, middle, mid millennial. I think I'm kind of yeah, because millennials, um, the older millennials, are about 40. 40. They're yeah. like 40, I think, the oldest. Yeah. Okay. And so that's my, you know, that's kind of like because they were the boomers' kids and boomers had everything, everything's been roses for them that they created this sense of a rosy world for their millennial kids. And now the yeah. now they're getting millennials getting kicked in the face. Which and it was like, which is horrible. They're not ready for it. Whereas you can kind of compare yeah. them to Gen Z, which is our kids. And they are some cynical, snarky <laughs> little shit and i love them for it i They're love millennials too questions. like i'm i'm you know i boomers are fucking plague on the land you know and <laughs> i thought gen x was pretty awesome i think millennials are great i think gen z is gonna rock and gen z is gonna save america i hope um so. but if they can get through this other weird if we can just well, survive weird stuff, <laughs> i mean gen z is experiencing that weird stuff about like yes female not being a category so we've yes. still got a lot and of i hope they can get through that but I also think more Gen Zers are questioning that than millennials did. We are yeah. the ones who like allowed that to be ushered in kind of like as right. I was growing up, not not that we allowed it, we didn't cause it, but we were steeped in this. You can do whatever you want and whatever you want includes transition if you want um, and don't ask questions about it because don't be angry because there's no reason to really question the patriarchy. I, don't I, be angry. Just change yourself. Angry, angry so like, ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Like and we were okay with being ugly. We yeah. didn't care. Our oh, generation. Attention, so. Yeah, and we were so ignored by our silent generation parents that they were just like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what? Like, I just need to pay attention care. to us. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody You're knew. on your own. You're on your own. Whatever. Like, whatever. I think we were just, we were taught, like, to not be angry. And if we felt something, to take it out on ourselves. Like, it oh, nice. like right. it's that way. Fantastic. Very healthy. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but I, that's what it feels like. That's how you end up with this whole, gen like my age people who are detransitioning in droves right now. Like yeah. that is what feels like it produced. That is that our, all of our collective anger yeah. got, sh got like shunted to ourselves. Yeah. And now. And not allowed to discuss it. And yeah. not, not. A, and, See, and, and that really breaks my heart. Cause I'm like, uh, I think people just need to take it a little slower. I'm not saying don't transition. No. I just think. Just make sure you're doing it because sure. it's what it's needs to and happen. And not. Yeah might feel it at the time because but i'm also True. like you don't have full brain development even until you're like 24 25 yeah. so i'm just like oh my god don't fully i mean at the same time i don't want someone to commit right suicide. it's tough it's so like, like whole uh, case by case like case by case, case. By case. Yeah. i'm like and where like they need person, access to the care that's going to help them navigate that. To a good therapist that yeah. can like delve into that's the problem is that it's like the therapists are not being good therapists. they're not ready for it yeah, they're not. It's like nobody wants to talk about the really clear correlation exactly. between the eating disorders, the young women transitioning to men. There's like so many of them. The detransitioners come back like I had severe eating disorders. A lot of them had sex abuse trauma. A lot of them were um, homophobic, like internalized homophobia. They didn't yes, have women so much who dated women. And I know we've talked about that, Which you and I, where I we get that feedback that it's like, I didn't know butch lesbian was an option for me. And it's like, Here's a oh, question. Since yeah, you're yeah. obviously much younger than us. Um, I kind of am surprised that with there being like legalized gay marriage and more shows, like there's the L word or there's just gay characters on TV. Everywhere, or yeah. Um, or people have been to gay weddings and whatnot. I'm kind of amazed that 
so many people feel so much homophobia in your generation and even a little bit younger and older i'm like i mean i wonder i know in america you know know what i mean i get i understand if you live in the middle of like okay the farm country nebraska yeah yeah. sure yeah clearly you could be in the middle of maryland and feel that okay like you could be in pennsylvania anywhere yeah i think i know why i'm trying to figure out why people feel so much homophobia because i'm sort of like it's a zillion times better than when we came out. I mean, my I God. Think I think the way that women's, that girls' sexuality is disciplined these days is worse, possibly, because okay. it is it has become, just like the Spice Girls, it is like the patriarchy has circled the wagons. And now if you are not about men, if your whole life is not about men, you're a failed girl in a much more obvious way than I think back in maybe the 60s, 70s, 80s, when childhood was less sexualized. Childhood is very sexualized now and girls. So it's not so much homophobia in the classic sense, like against gay men, it's homophobia in the sense that girls who don't make their lives about men are more other now than they've ever been because the whole world is sexualizing girls. Mm, Okay. That that makes more sense. That makes way more sense. um, That makes way more sense. Something about correlation. I just heard it like on NPR yesterday about the correlation between social media obviously coming to be in 2012 or something like that. I think it's around 2012 that Facebook like really hit it and that they do see that women, girls took the biggest hit of all their fight. And there was a woman that was saying it's the unforeseen consequence. She's like, she didn't have the data to back it up. And then there was all these crappy studies, but now they actually, I guess are looking at, as soon as Facebook would hit a college campus, at the time, oh. the college campuses were doing studies on the health and well-being of the students. And the numbers within six months, the people were feeling worse about themselves, more suicidal thoughts, all these sorts of things, self-harm, like yeah. cutting, all yeah. sorts of things. And like, sorry if these are trigger warnings to anyone, I apologize right now. Um, you can put that in there. Um, but they they did find literally within six months of Facebook just getting on a college campus. It's, and that's yep. that's like baby social stuff. I mean, yeah, that's not yeah. even like what we have nowadays. As a that's teacher, like the beginning. This is what we saw with COVID. And, and I don't know if you saw, like we actually had an episode, Girl Data, which was about the CDC's data on how girls fared under COVID when the, our whole lives were screens. The answer is terribly. We, you have like massively higher numbers of female children and homosexual children. So you can imagine homosexual female children or minors being in horrible, dire, dire, dire straits because of the screen stuff. It's because there are no lesbian role models. Lesbian visibility is like at an all time low right now. And here I mean the visibility of lesbian as a specific thing, lesbian specificity, which hardly exists in the minds of my students. Queer visibility is super high. As a teacher, I can tell you it does not seem accidental to me that queer visibility is super high, but lesbian visibility is super low, that these kids do not feel comfortable calling themselves lesbians and often quote the queer community on how lesbian is an exclusionary identity in stating that distance from that word lesbian. Because heterosexual visibility is at an all-time high. Sexuality is like forced upon our kids. Like as a teacher, I know that girls get dick pics all the time. It is like hip-hop feminism. If you're not making your entire presentation of yourself about penis, you're not popular. Like it is worse than it's ever been because it's more sexual than it's ever been. So like, Jesus, and that's what scares me. That's why I'm like, we need now more than ever lesbian sexuality to be an option. If you're actually somebody who's not comfortable with your body or is not conforming 
to the, to the sex roles that you've been right. in high school, which means you're probably a gender non-conforming homosexual girl. If you're actually one of those people, you don't see anybody in culture who looks like somebody you might grow up to be unless you transition. Uh, so, okay. So in high schools, here's my question. Like we had dykey girls. Maribel was not a jock. She was much more the punk crowd. Um, definitely more like skater girl type person. Didn't, not that she was a skater, but that I style. wanted to be. I know your mother. Yeah, we know. I know. Sorry. Sad. Um, anyway, but like more in that crowd. Um, but like the kids that do sports, there was definitely in our day, even dikey chicks. And like oh, some yeah. of them dated boys. And I would be like, really? Okay. I remember being even back then. I was that one that people were like, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I'd be like, hmm. Or I thought this one were hot, whatever. You know, it was yeah. both. I was thinking like, that person's really cute and they have great legs because they play soccer. But I would think nowadays where I guess I'd look at it as like, there's so much more, in many ways, there's more legal protections and there's more visibility than when we grew up. I mean, God, there was no TV shows. There was no mention, like yeah, I no never- the L word. No. Like no L word, no, no, even just like a minor character on a TV show. Like all you had was like sad lesbians, you know, offing themselves or drinking themselves okay, into fair a point, fair point. So like, I'm thinking like, how- like, do those young women that are in these, like, sports groups or, you know what I mean? Like, do they feel like they can come out? I mean, is it more accepted for them to come out? Like, do they well, get they to date other weird. people? So they're, you're right. I mean, obviously, you're right. <laughs> it's a good point because it's not it's not that there's homophobia to the degree that the kids don't feel like they can't say they're not straight. Like, they okay. feel like they can say maybe I'm queer, but... Mm. But what I'm seeing is the girls will not say they are lesbians and they will not say they exclusively date girls. Even if they do, they won't put it into words. So I feel like there's not much of a. Do they say they're bi? Because like when I when I came out, I said I was bi. Everybody says they're bi. We all say we're bi. I swear to God. And there I is did, genuinely yeah, yeah. bisexual people. But and I said that at first. And I mean, yeah. we all know what's. That's a very well-trodden right. path. That's they, a very typical but so now, the kids, now the kids just say queer. Everyone just says queer. So okay. it's kind of homogenizing in that way. And there's, I do see the the loss of like a consciousness around being a lesbian and particularly for the homosexual girls who are not gender, who are gender non-conforming. They're just not saying they're women anymore. So like- They say trans mask. They say trans mask. They don't say they're trans men, but they de- but they identify away from womanhood as soon as possible. So they they- depart from the category of lesbian, which means they're not finding resources about how to live a lesbian life. Right. And so it's a, it's a homophobia that it, that has much to do with. It's a misogyny is what it seems it's a like. Yes, yes, yes. That's it's completely misogyny. It seems like misogyny. Again, it's implied. And I don't understand that, how they don't see that. I know, but it's implied the, that there's a wrongness. The older women that are doing some of this, that are, that are perpetuating some of this, that they're just like, well, unfortunately, they all think they're just like do-gooders, like the good Samaritan who sweeps in and says, it's okay to be trans. Say that to a trans kid, but these are not trans kids you're saying that to. What you're doing yeah. is like swooping everybody who's gender non-conforming into the category of trans. And you're-, you're but it's okay to be who they are and they're going to figure it out. It's okay to be a lesbian. Yeah. It's okay to be a butch lesbian, femme lesbian. Nobody is saying it's okay to be a- Captic lesbian. No one is saying- It's okay to be trans. Yeah. Flannel wearing lesbian. Yeah. It's just nobody's telling these kids it's okay to be a lesbian. That is the message. Like, I, sorry, I just repeated that like three times, but that is seriously the message that they're not hearing. 
They're not hearing it's okay to just. So if you're a gay boy, do they get the message it's okay to be a gay boy, or they also told they should be queer? No, gay boys are allowed to do whatever the fuck they want to the extent that they would ask me, the like Gay Straight Alliance sponsor, one of them, and the other, the girls who identified as queer, they would say, "So what does queer mean? Just lesbian, or like what's non-binary? Like just somebody who's a girl who doesn't." identify as a girl like it was only the born female people who are identifying as queer and as non-binary the gay boys just got to be gay yep because i mean there is some people there's some but for every one boy that says they're non-binary they're non-binary there's like 15 20 girls yeah that's about the ratio i've seen i mean i didn't see and it's, it's like stably as non-binary no one sees a misogyny in this no one no one sees that to be a woman in society. that it's just like we are I not mean, perpetuating a weird notion that being a woman is somehow something awful well and, and, and people are like well it's their it's their gender identity it's what they feel you have to respect it whatever but i'm like i'm listening to them talk about it and they're saying that they identify as non-binary simply because they do not conform to stereotypes of femininity well, right. I don't either. Just call yourself. I don't either. <laughs> yes. You and I if were going why. to the exact same place. Yeah. Yes. I called out a, a butch non-binary person that I kind of we sort of ran in a circle there where they were, it was like trans visibility day or something like that. I don't remember. Maybe it was non-binary day. I don't remember. But it was like, I'm announcing to everybody that I'm non-binary. Great. And then went into this whole thing. They were doing that because, you know, I was just, I was more into my underoos and not my frilly pink. I know. I keep hearing like this. And I wasn't into girly things. And, bip, 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 bip. and they're younger. They were about a millennial age. Yeah. Sorry. But my they people, were. We're the ones pulling this shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, hold on. I'm like, good for you. I want you to be happy in your skin. Please. Please think about the way you are describing womanhood here. So I was like, your description of why you don't consider yourself a woman is because you are painting womanhood and cramming it into this teeny tiny little glittery pink box. Right. And little frilly thing. Little frilly box. Little jewelry box. And most women aren't even that. And I was You're like, who is? That's a, you, like, I was like, you were making the entire female experience into this one narrow viewpoint. And I was like, I get what you're saying because I'm a grown-ass middle-aged woman. I get what you're saying. But there's a lot of young us behind, behind us who are looking at what you're saying. And you're saying because you aren't into these archetypal feminine frilly things you can't be a girl and i'm like i'm a girl i'm a woman i'm not into those things i'm like such a dude about so many things you're still a woman you still have girly stuff you know and i I I made a post about that where i was just like the way i gesture the way my sexual energy the way i'm with my woman is very masculine i'm like but my goodness my kindness my goodness my creativity my fire is feminine you know and i'm just like god you know just stop doing that stop saying that the identity of a woman is just this one narrow description yeah and it implies that the rest of us chose being women i just was born here and i don't have gender dysphoria so i keep calling myself a woman i could wake up tomorrow and call myself non-binary and people would probably think that was more appropriate in 2023 they'd probably think oh 
of course that's a non-binary person because of how she looks and the fact that she has a vagina and looks like that dresses like that but it's like ultimately I'm I didn't look inside myself and find this core gender identity that like is the whole truth of my being and it's womanhood it's like I was born into it and I just Mm -hmm. say it because I have it in common with some other people who I think deserve to live full lives and I want to also so like what's the point I'm sorry guys I'm gonna have to hop off after my own rant but I wanted to ask you about lesbian visibility um what do you think needs to be visible about us what are we missing in this lesbian visibility apparently that we are even here and that this (laughs) fight has been going on for a long fucking time well before us well before us well before and if you think you're being inclusive by saying shit like lesbian means non-man attracted to non-men i promise you you are not you are making a lot of us feel really angry and like, what is wrong with you? Because you're talking crazy. Um, do not define a single faction of my life by a man. Like men and me, that is not our life. Um, so it's femaleness. Oh, it's again, not yeah. They're defined by its proximity to maleness. It's not like male is the default, but that's how these people are acting. They're yes, turning it to 100%. a male default human being again. Um, and that lesbian is god it is a rich rich culture all on its own and there has been a lot of price paid in tears and blood um for us to even fucking have these arguments is it allowed to be pussy centric maribel is it allowed to be pussy centric yes okay yes all right whether you were born with it or you got one made like (laughs) <laughs> great but yes it's pussy centric fuck yes yeah yes like how yes <laughs> just because <laughs> and lesbians have as much right as anybody else as much right as a heterosexual man says i prefer women as a straight woman to say i prefer men as gay men to prefer other men lesbians have a right to prefer women mm-hmm. and that could include trans women sure um, but it doesn't have to because we have a right to choose our sexual partners for God's sakes. We don't owe anyone sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we don't actually have to redefine our whole realities to suit other people's comfort. I'm learning yeah. that. I'm learning that. Yes. Um, well, thank you guys so much. I have my actual therapy now. This is going to be a great episode. Okay. Jenny, I know people want to hear more from you about femme experience. Could we, can we do another thing? Can I, can I just She's use the femme queen, baby? Oh my lord, honey! Use your femme conversational powers because yeah. yes, yeah. Somebody wanted You're to do like fairy a phone godmother. Femme. Phone a femme. The femme. It's great. Have a good night. Uh, good night. Thank you. Bye. Uh, back again, like flu season. I broke records while loose leaf, and I'm coming now. My roof leaving. Don't give a. F- I don't care. Uh, did the f- but my lonesome. No wonder now I'm on one. No shortcuts on that long run. All I really want is my share. Uh. Got him, I told him it's nothing. End of discussion.